Yes. So you had a, a woman who you were preparing to have sex with and oh, you got yeah. into the position and everything and you noticed that she had some toilet paper on her labia. Yes. And you you were so grossed out by that. You're just like you're it was like a Seinfeld episode. You're like, I'm out of here. I can't. I don't know I don't know exactly how you noped out, but you definitely yeah. noped out. And noped out of the entire relationship, I think. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. She was that was I, I often think back to that. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. Your Mileage May Vary is a show that takes an overly candid and hopefully entertaining look at matters related to sex. Our general format here is to source sex topics, be they from Reddit, our own personal experiences, listener emails or tweets, from friends, wherever. And we then dissect them until we've wrestled to the mat what's really going on. This, of course, often leads to some troubled waters, so I'd like to apologize in advance for anything ignorant Mike or I may say today. You can find us on Twitter at YMMVPod. You can email us at YMMVPod at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page that can easily be found by searching the same. Uh, The biggest thing you can do to support the show, however, is to subscribe on whatever podcast app you prefer. On iPhone, that's the Podcasts app. On Android phones, I prefer Podcast Addict, but there are dozens. Okay, so on with the show. Uh, Mike, following up on a topic from last episode, uh, we've found a mutual friend who claims to enjoy stimulating his penis with a vibrator while masturbating. Uh, you said you thought that might be a thing that less than 1% of men enjoy. Does this information revise that estimate? Well, the claim was that it happened at least once in his life. And then I said, well, did it do anything for you? And he said, well, I came. But I did, I'll be honest that I didn't like dig into it in any great depth. So I'm not totally sure. So yeah. the details know, here are actually sort of important. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess what I would say is like, I believe that there are people that like have done it as part of their play. But the, the I guess when I say 1%, what I'm saying is like, I think that very, very few men find anything remotely uh, as compelling about it as a woman would. Right. Like it's totally yeah. not as compelling. Yeah, that's definitely true. But for me, like it doesn't, it's not like whether or not it's compelling it for me, it would be like a negative, like having hard vibration on the tip of my penis. Well, you haven't done it yet. So you're not sure. Sure. But I mean, there are some experiences you can imagine and, and project without actually having had had them. I'm not sure about that. I mean, do you think you could have imagined the experience of having an orgasm before you first did? (laughs) No. But I've had enough variety of sensations on my penis that I feel like in this particular case, I can say, I I can't say with 100% authority, but I can say fairly certainly that I would not enjoy it. Do you, could you imagine the sensation of a vibrator on your prostate before the first time you were pegged? I've never been pegged. (laughs) Trick question. Trick question. (laughs) Yeah. Like how many times have you beat your wife? Um, Okay. (laughs) So... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should have him on and he can describe. And yeah, we'll have, we'll have to think about that. No, I okay. mean, the best thing for to do here is for you to go off and do it and then report. But, oh, you're, you want him on because he actually had a positive experience. See, I think he's just going to yeah. say, look, it was, it was fine. He's not going to say anything that interesting. I can ask him. I could commit to trying, I guess. Have you tried it already? Yeah, I told you it doesn't do anything for me. It's just, it would just be a waste of time. I'd be like, this okay. is still, still the same. My apologies. Uh, yeah, I, I could try it, and then we could we could compare notes. Yeah, um, that could be an interesting segment. Okay, did you know that uh, YMMV, your mileage may vary, has like a colloquial pronunciation, and that is uh, YMV. I didn't know that. That's a pretty ugly sounding yeah. word. I don't. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't love it either. But I was I was told that by a friend recently, and I thought that was sort of interesting. It's like um, NIMBY, I guess, not in my yes. backyard. Right, right. Yeah, it, it does evoke a similar, I guess, sounding thing. Uh, so anyway, yeah, maybe I'll recall it that going forward. We'll see. Okay. Uh, you, did you spend some time on Chatterbait this week? Why, yes, I did, Keith. Why do you ask? Well, uh, I know that this has been a thing that sort of comes in and out of your life where you go on Chatterbait and um, uh, let's say have, have conversations with some of the folks on there. That's um, right. Is Chatterbait a thing that everyone knows? Maybe we should describe what it is really quick. Would you like to, or do you want me to do it? I feel like you're the expert. All right. So Chatterbait is the site, uh, like Chatter, Chatter, 
chat with Urbate, like masturbate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, basically you go on there. I mean, I think these are generally like, there's a series of them. They're called cam sites and they have cam guys, cam girls on there. I actually think we've talked about this before uh, and you can basically watch them. And then the main reason they do it and they do like activities on there, whatever they masturbate, they have sex with each other. So it's like live porn and people give them tokens. And I think a token costs 10 cents, but they own the site gets half of it and the performer gets half of it. They take a 50% cut. I think so. Yeah. Gosh. It's a great, great idea, right? Is it mostly solo people or mostly couples? Um, yeah. So it's sort of, that's an interesting question. Um, I would say it's mostly solo, uh, but but there are specific things you see. For example, if you go into the couples area, you will always see uh, groups of three and four people, and it's always in Venezuela or Colombia, just doing these like crazy things with groups, crazy things with groups of three or four. Venezuela like makes sense to me because like their economy is in, in trouble. Uh, I, I'm not sure what's going on in Colombia. Well, uh, they're so close to each other; they're, it's probably some cultural thing. Maybe. I, I just assumed it was money related. Um, but then, yeah, there's a lot of single – and there's also a uh, transsexual section, which I also uh, check out from time to time. Mm-hmm. But you want to know what I was doing on there, right? I do. So when I talk to – when I go into a guy's room, what I like to try to do is to make him lose his erection by uh, trolling in the comments. Uh, and that works sometimes. There are solo guys' rooms on this on Chatterbait. Yeah, for gay or for transsexual, because it's transsexual. By the way, is always one hundred percent of the time a female-looking person with a penis. It's never a male-looking person with a vagina, right? right? That like is that's not a thing anyone wants to see. Interestingly, mm. um, and then in the couples or the single woman section, uh, I just like to basically destroy the room through trolling to make it so the person gets no tips, no money at all. Sure. Um, so I had the good fortune to stumble upon a Russian woman who was broadcasting and uh, she didn't know how to boot me out of the room. And she actually then accidentally made me the moderator of the room, which was a terrible oh boy. decision. Oh boy. And um, she wasn't making a whole lot of money for that like hour that I was in there and had a pretty good time. <laughs> you you American trolled a Russian person. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, just basically – going off on the various people in the room and uh, asking her questions about what was going on in her video that she didn't really want to answer. Like, you know, what's that thing on the wall? But, you know, lots of different, just, you just have to come up with stuff on the fly to make it no fun for anyone else. What was she doing generally before you were trolling her? What was she doing? I mean, I think she, I think she was just sort of uh, masturbating, fingering herself, kind of showing different body parts to the camera, the typical thing. At what rate do they get tips? This is interesting. So, uh, oh, yeah. The, this is, okay, a couple of things. One is that a really common thing is for them to get – to set up little competitions where like, for example, if someone tips, you know, 100 tokens, then they'll do, you know, anal. They'll stick something up their butt. If they do 200, somebody gives 200 tokens, they'll, uh, I don't know, um, have an orgasm. Of course, it's always fake, but they'll pretend to have an orgasm. Unless it's a guy, then it has – presumably it's real then. Okay. Um and they also have things where if you tip, uh, it's random. So it's like you're almost playing a game. Like you tip and then maybe you get something and maybe you don't. So that's a trick. Um, oh, and then, sorry, there's one other really important thing, which is that a lot of the performers have these things jammed up their their twat or up their ass. There's these little pink devices that vibrate. And when people tip money, these things will start vibrating and the women will act like it's really pleasuring them. Of course, it's not. It's all just an act, which is something I there, like. To there's see. some API in the Chatterbait interface that they can connect a device that is attached to them so that it vibrates when they get a tip. Yeah. I think it's, I I actually looked this up a little bit and I think it's activated by sound. So I think the tipping sound actually causes it to turn on. Not totally sure. (laughs) It has has a microphone. How does it, how does the microphone hear when it's inside them? Well, there's a part that protrudes out, but (laughs) it beats me, man. Like it's, it's, this is some high tech stuff. Yeah. Uh, And, but the, but the, but the important thing is like, if you give them like a lot of tokens, it'll last for like 30 seconds. And the woman will be, woman will basically pretend to have some sort of like a, a fit on the floor rolling around because it's so intense. Of course, it's all just fake. Uh, Is this, is this alluring to some of the guests in the room? Absolutely. And in fact, they get angry when I start pointing, most of my trolling behavior is just to point out that the woman's faking. The absurdity of the of the whole setup. Yeah, and guys will start saying, "Man, like, stop it! You're, I'm losing my erection here." <laughs> and I'll be like, "Good." How many men are in th- these rooms? I think the one I was trolling had about five hundred. Oh my gosh! Right, and 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 just to give you a sense, um, 
uh, to our one female listener, you can make some good cash on this because uh, many of the tips that were being given to this woman were 200 tokens or 100 tokens, which is like five or 10 bucks. And that would happen like repeatedly. So she was probably making a good 100 or 200 bucks an hour. Huh. Or sorry, her and her her pimp. <laughs> right. Well, and then half of it goes to Chatterbait and then half of it probably goes to the... Well, I was already deducting out the half. I was saying five yeah. cents each. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've used Chatterbait a little bit, mostly when you like send me a link to a room that you're trolling. Uh, but yeah, I, I, that whole subculture is mostly just obscure to me or uh, yeah, I just don't know much about it. It doesn't actually hold any real allure for me because I prefer amateur content. And so this is definitely like not amateur, like the people. Well, it's amateur, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fake that the fakeness of it bothers you. Yeah. I will say though, there are some people that don't accept tips, but they tend to be on the older side. Those people are amateurs. You just don't want to watch. They're, they're exhibitionists. That's exactly the word they use. Huh? They go on for free. Wow. Huh? It's like older people that want to be like, check us out or whatever, or like right. swinger, swingers or something. Uh-huh. Um, there was there's a guy on there that used to go on there at least that had a fake penis and he would suck his own penis, but it was, and it was, or maybe he just masturbate, but his penis, he claimed to have like a 15 inch long cock, but it was clearly fake. He would get angry when people would point that out. What do you mean? Was it attached to his body? Yeah, it was a really well done fake, but it had to be fake because the size was just absurd. It was like a prosthetic. Yeah, he would ejaculate too. I don't know how exactly he was doing it, but it was definitely fake. Like there was no possible way that was true. Why don't we get like Robert Mueller on that instead to figure out, you know, what's it's going important on? Important stuff, Keith. Important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's get on to our first topic here. So uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. I'm going to do this. Porn bothers my girlfriend, but I really miss it. So uh, <laughs> this guy's account name is Throw Away. I miss porn. Uh, porn bothers my girlfriend, but I really miss it. So for the past five months, I've stopped watching porn. I did this because my girlfriend has indirectly expressed that me watching porn would make her uncomfortable. She has pretty much said that it would make her feel really insecure. We've been together for over four years and do not live together. For most of that time, I watched porn regularly and felt guilty about it. Throughout our relationship, she's never asked if I watch it. So it's not like she told me to stop. I just decided that it was time to do so. Honestly, I haven't encountered any benefits to quit quitting besides not feeling like I'm deceiving her. Now I feel horny all the time and I get very turned on by just looking at random women on the street. That didn't happen to me before I quit. We have fairly vanilla sex about once a week. So porn kind of helped me explore my sexuality and explore myself. I really do miss it, but I feel bad hiding this from her. And I'm pretty sure she would feel insecure or sad if she found out. I don't know what to do, Reddit. Should I watch porn behind her back, talk to her, just forget about it and keep going? So this post is like a little bit boring but the general topic here is <laughs> um yeah like for starters it's unclear if she even asked him not to watch porn it's just he's afraid she might feel uncomfortable anyway that doesn't matter uh lots of girlfriends sort of would like their boyfriends not to watch porn or explicitly ask them not to watch it and that seems like a strange thing to do to me well i i think there's a couple topics here that are interesting one is that like he ultimately resolved to basically do no fap I don't know if people do. Would you want to explain to people what NoFap is? But I mean, I feel like that's basically where this guy's gone, right? Well, NoFap is a little bit different than no porn. He has no, he isn't he re- saying whether or not he's jerking off in the shower or whatever. Uh, okay, that's true. That's true. I mean, you get the sense. Like NoFap specifically is you have no orgasms outside of sex. I think actually, are they even allowed to have sex? I think they are. Yeah, the idea, but the, I mean, I think that the idea, the principle behind NoFap is that you will behave better or you will somehow integrate better with your, your, your significant other because you're not like in this sort of other relationship with your hand all the time. Yeah, sort of. Although there are two topics here. One is not watching porn and one is not masturbating. Right. But uh, I mean, like you don't agree. I mean, for example, I think, I mean, didn't you try doing NoFap for a while? Like actually uh-huh. not masturbating? And, and I did. What was the uh, rationale behind that decision? Uh, I wanted to see if it made, yeah, if it changed my behavior in any way. And specifically, I, I assume you were looking for a behavioral change, which would make you more affectionate, more like, uh, maybe not affectionate, maybe that's the wrong word, maybe more uh, grateful, more like interested in your partner. Correct. More that consistently the, interested. 
That was the impetus. Okay. So whether or not that was successful, um, I think that's a big part of the, uh, <laughs> look, I mean, different strokes for different folks, as they say, but sure, the, no, no strokes, <laughs> but the, uh, I think that's part of the impetus behind it is to like change the behavior. And then you're right. There's a separate thing, which is you could go like the middle ground of just no porn. But I think the idea is kind of the same, right? Yeah, I think. I think that not masturbating might create chemical and hormonal changes that are different than not watching porn. That's an interesting point. I'd have to think about that. Let me ask you this. Do you think that do you think that in your life eliminating porn would basically be the same as not masturbating? In other words, do you think like uh I saw a survey result recently that said that like some large majority of men masturbate almost all the time to porn or you know I, I forget the exact details yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what do you think about that in your life do you think that basically those would amount to the same thing could you really just cut off the porn but keep beating off I could but I think the frequency would drop significantly I don't what think it would drop to zero but it would it would go from like if I fully indulged myself uh, I think I would masturbate at least once a day um, and if I never looked at porn, it would probably be like once every two weeks or once a week. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't tried. That's interesting. So basically, for for you, the main driver is actually the porn. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. There's a. I mean, yeah. Like eventually, there's like a physical need that arises. Yeah, I mean, I think that I would. Uh, I think I would achieve like the same frequency. I think that there would be a transition period during which it would be difficult. Maybe that's right. Yeah. Maybe I just have too much of a dependence on porn right now and that would atrophy over time or that would go away over time. And I would eventually just sort of settle into about the same rate. Right. I think I that's know. probably right. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. You could look at like uh, people in prisons or something to find that out. Do you think that- Although they may have access to porn. I don't know. Do you think that you would, if you were forced to use your own imagination, you would resort to imagining the person, your current partner, or do you think you would, in a search for variety, imagine uh, other people besides your partner, people you've been with before, or maybe people you imagine being with? I, I'm guessing the, the latter, right, would be the normal move. What, you like sort of have a bunch of different things that you think about? No, well, that, you would definitely do that, but I'm thinking you could imagine a person masturbating, but still fantasizing about their partner yes but you could also imagine somebody saying no no i'm going to imagine i'm going to fantasize about some woman at the office that i haven't actually had sex with and i'm imagining that probably most men would do the latter not the former yeah i think so right although yeah <laughs> so in some ways masturbating for these guys masturbating is, is 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 a way of basically overcoming the need for lots of different partners yeah yeah it's it's like cultivating or not cultivating it's it's curing not curing it's addressing a desire for some sort of variety that that can't be had in most social norms with right. most social norms yeah i think that's right and so you'd you'd uh right there you so, go so okay so i mean is it i mean given that i mean you could you could make an argument that it's reasonable for women to feel jealous of their men consuming a lot of pornography well, it's tricky because you have to ask, there are a couple of questions I would want to ask. The first question would be like, well, what, what does a relationship look like where the man does not have any access to that? Like, for instance, does that immediately cause the guy to start cheating? Yeah. Well, I mean, she would obviously require that he not do that as well. Yeah, but it's like, oh, that's a fair point. But I mean, it might, it might increase the probability of that. Like that, in my mind, that's sort of the... the she's not thinking about it that way. Like she's thinking about it like, look, like it makes me feel icky knowing that you're masturbating to, you're having orgasms effectively while thinking about other women. Yeah, but we just established, okay, maybe a woman wouldn't, wouldn't think about this the same way a man would, but we just established that almost certainly that's happening anyway, unless the guy stops masturbating at all, unless he goes no fap. Yeah, there's probably something about the actual visual and oral stimulation that even if she knew that like he's generally thinking about, you know, a coworker or his favorite barista or whatever, uh, yeah, the the actual visual image of like other women's uh, genitalia is, is probably bothersome. Yeah, but I think it's sort of, a, I mean, yeah, like you're getting into that. I mean, it's probably sort of the same topic. It's basically her fear of him leaving for somebody else, right? But the point I wanted to make is I think it's like ironic because in fact, 
I suspect that that requirement actually increases the probability that that happens, right? Because if she says, look, for example, if a woman said, look, you can only masturbate thinking about me, this is unrealistic. You can't use porn, none of those sorts of things. Well, in fact, the most likely or a likely outcome of that scenario is that he leaves. He's like, fuck you. He either cheats or he just takes off. Yeah. I mean, what you're saying is that by removing the pressure relief valve of masturbation, she's actually increasing the chance that he like philanders. That's probably true. Yeah. Well, it's not specific. It's not just, yeah, right. Exactly. It's, it's the pressure relief on the need, the male need to basically have like variety. She's right. taking that away. And yeah. So I think that like women should, yeah, but do- that's, that's not, that's not, yeah, they probably shouldn't put like weird requirements on like their boyfriend's sexual habits outside of like, yeah, they should let their boyfriend masturbate and look at porn. But the general notion that like what's happening is that they're thinking about some other woman. Like that's not a crazy thing to be jealous of. I think, well, I mean, it, it isn't. I mean, it's sort of it's sort of ignoring the male experience or I mean, the female experience is probably the same too. Like women, some some women like to look at porn. Uh, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, the notion that, that that would make somebody jealous or feel uncomfortable is not insane. It's normal. Yeah. I mean, th- there's an emotion it triggers in me. And I think that it's an emotion that people might call like misogynist. Maybe not. But it's an emotion where I say like, it reminds me of, it's just extreme short-term thinking. It's like, it's like somebody who says, no, I, I, smoking makes me feel good, even if it gives me cancer later. It's like, they're not considering the fact that like, by forcing this behavior on the guy, because you're like, oh, this makes me feel good right now. I don't feel jealous at all. Well, then later you're going to, so basically, yeah, the, yeah, well, yeah, then you're basically, you're going to avoid some sort of problem later. But in fact, you are creating a problem. Yeah. But I mean, jealousy is... Jealousy is just an emotion, man. Like it's not intellectual. Like what's happening is she's irritated that he's thinking about other women. That's that's normal. It's if if she sat down and and thought about like the long term consequences of like prohibiting porn, like she might arrive at a different decision. But uh, I mean, it's in this and as even in the case of like this exact threat, it sounds like she hasn't even actually said that. It's just that. He says, my girlfriend has indirectly expressed that me watching porn would make her uncomfortable. I mean, so, yeah. Well, he's just being extremely beta there. He's like, he's like trying to correct the problem before, before she actually explicitly, bring, explicitly brings it up, which she will if he doesn't hide it from her. But I want to, carrying on that topic, one more turn here. It's to me, it's sort of like uh, somebody saying, but I like eating Snickers bars and I shouldn't have to care about the fact that they make me fat later. I should just eat as many as I want. It's like that. The, the woman in this case, I realize that it's implicit here, but if it were explicit, the woman is basically saying like, look, this thing, this, this thing makes me, you know, one unit uncomfortable and she's not able to foresee that she's going to be like 10 units uncomfortable. Okay. All later. right. So fine. I, I, I completely understand what you're saying, but let's say that, you know, your partner comes to you and says like, Hey, it makes me uh, really uncomfortable that you watch porn and I would like you to stop. How would you in a like delicate manner explain like what you just said? Well, I think my first, and this is a difference between you and me, actually, I think, I think my first response would be like, look, okay, every time I desire an orgasm, then are you willing to like, give me at least a hand job? Right. And she'd be like, no. <laughs> which would be a reasonable response. Right. So then I'd be like, well, all right, then uh, yeah, like we each, we each are, we each have our, like our needs being unaddressed here. <laughs> right now it's just a negotiation. Now, if, if I had to switch it up to being a guy who like is more like way more variety focused, um, I think I would just say the truth. I'd be like, look, like what do you want? Like, this is what like guys have a need that basically like our society doesn't enable us to fulfill, but there is this awesome way we can do it without like causing big problems. So chill out. Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that's obviously the healthy way to approach this, but well, yeah, I mean, the, a lot what's of, the unhealthy way. Uh, the unhealthy way is probably what this guy is going to do, which is just lie to her. I think that's what most guys do. Like, do you, well, no, that's actually, well, most people probably don't have explicit conversations about this. Like, like, look, yeah. like I'm in my thirties. So like the partners that I have now, like are not idiots, but like a lot of people are with, you know, a lot of people get in relationships early and then like probably never actually really talk about this. And like, you know, you masturbate and you close the door and like she sort of turns, you know, her eye the other way. And yeah, most people don't have adult conversations about this. Wait, wait, this is an interesting topic now. So what you said, okay. So when you, let's say you have your girlfriend staying at your apartment, you don't typically live with your girlfriend right now. You're not living with anyone, 
Correct. Uh, as far as I know. Um, <laughs> I'm not. Is it typical for you to be like, hey, babe, I'm going to be masturbating now for the next 20 minutes? Is no. that a thing you do? Okay. No. Do you, have you ever done that? No, I've never needed to actually because I've never had a like live in. Well, I did once. Uh, I did for a while once, but I guess I would masturbate when she was working or something. Well, okay, but you, but anybody who has a girlfriend is going to have her at their house sometimes, right? Like over the night, like so on and so forth. Yeah. You, you basically have never, during one of those periods of time, when there's a woman at your house for an extended period of time, even if you're not living together, said, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat off now and just pulled out the porn. Yeah. Now that you mentioned this, I, I realize that it sounds, yeah, like I shouldn't have made it to 37 years old and not have had that situation arise, but it just hasn't. Okay. No, wait, wait, no, I, I suspect that's actually normal. I don't think that I've ever done that either. Um, I think that guys should be able to do that. I think it'd be kind of cool, but I think that women would be sort of icked out by it. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah, probably the healthiest thing is like, okay, yeah, like just explicitly stating to each other your sort of sexual desires and wants and then trying to, you know, <laughs> meet in the middle and find out like what best addresses everyone's needs. Um, but that's not the typical protocol that humans have. Yeah. There's, I mean, on the sex subreddit, I've run into posts where, or at least comments where either a woman or a man, a lot of times it seems like it's a woman will be like, oh yeah, you know, my boyfriend, you know, if he'll just beat off, he'll just be like, I'm going to beat off now and he'll do it. And I'm always like, really? Like, it's really hard. I, I would love to like talk to one of these people. Like, how does that, is that like a, is that normal? Is that some sort of like a, a fetish kind of thing? Or is that like, it's just hard for me to imagine how that where goes the partner out. knows that his where the where the guy knows that his girl knows that he's masturbating. Yeah, he's basically like, "Look, I'm I'm going to beat off now." She's like, "Cool." Well, I mean, the thing we've just been discussing, but like, well, maybe I, that's I don't. I bet that's not how it goes. He's like, "Hey, I'd like to have an orgasm now. Do you want to assist?" And then she says no, and he's like, "All right, I'll be back in 15 minutes." No, okay, but in these comments, it's like maybe she'll like, <laughs> maybe she'll sit there and like you know. I don't know, like watch. I've definitely seen comments where people are like, oh yeah, she likes to watch. And I'm like, really? Okay. Um, I've she seen likes to say, watch, but not participate. Yeah. I've seen women say that. They're like, yeah, this is so great. Just watching. And I'm like, really? Like that seems. Maybe it's great in that. Mm, yeah. Maybe she or her, what is it? Mirror neurons it, like viewing that he's experiencing pleasure, but she's just not in a horny mood herself. I guess. I mean, have you ever just sat and watched a woman masturbate? Like not at a live. Strip, yeah. Live, but, but no. actually masturbate, not at a strip club where it's fake. No. Nope. I have. And I wasn't, I was sort of like, this is not, I don't I know. Mean, I, I mean, I have in like short bursts, but then I, you know, jump in and. Yeah, no, I have watched all the way through and it was sort of like, not, it was better on porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> Well, I mean, because porn adds like the variety of it being a new person, I think. I think right. that's like the the difference there. Like it's like, oh, you again, and now you're right. doing this. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, okay. This is uh, Snowmeldna. Uh, and she says, my boyfriend told me he sometimes smells poop when we have sex. Uh, she is a 19-year-old female. Her boyfriend is tw a 22-year-old male. So today, my boyfriend told me sometimes my butt smells like poop when we have sex. I'm horrified. I shower twice a day, morning and night, and change underwear each time I take a shower. I'm pretty sure I'm wiping correctly. He said it doesn't bother him at all. It's just something he notices sometimes. It's never stopped us from having sex. He just mentioned this casually when we were talking, but said it's nothing to be embarrassed about. I want to prevent this. Sometimes, especially when it's hot outside and I'm sweaty, I'll notice my butt smells bad. Is this normal? Sometimes it's just six hours after I showered. And this is with no significant exercise, just day-to-day -day life. Can someone give me advice? This is really embarrassing. Uh, do you have advice for her? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, I mean... She says she's pretty sure she's wiping correctly. So let's let's assume that there's no like particularly unusual uh, technique or biology thing here, right? Yeah. Okay. So given that, uh, you know, this 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 is a thing. I mean, look, <laughs> um, women do poop. Um, they like to. That's for as not true. For as long as possible, uh, they like to act as if they don't. 
Um, you know, they also occasionally have gas or other bodily functions that are not uh, the most attractive things. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is just a thing that is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, she, I don't think she should be embarrassed, assuming that there's nothing uh, unusual going on here. Do you, would you rather a woman, I think you've told me this before, but would you rather a woman assiduously hide her bodily functions from you or just be like, yeah, I'm going to leave the door open and poop? I would, there's actually like some uh, books that like give advice about this. Uh, and, you know, they talk about like how to, how to avoid bedroom death and stuff. And they almost all say like, you should keep restroom functions away from each other, even if you're married or whatever. Like, you don't have to like go crazy, but it's, yeah, try not to fall into the pattern of, you know, be brushing your teeth, like while your wife or whatever is pooping next to you. <laughs> and what's the rationale? I think it like that explicit uh, removal of of the of the of the facade, I think, is. I, listen, that in itself is fine, but it's like a, it's like a symptom of like a lack of like mystery and pursuit and, uh, you know, sort of the, the, the push and pull uh, between you know, two partners. So if, if, if you're so comfortable with each other that like, there's no mystery or there's no, like it, it affects desire, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah. The only thing I can add there is I'm reminded of those like Roman, Roman baths, Roman baths. Yeah. And like old Roman towns where like Roman cities were like dudes would just basically like hang out, taking shits next to each other and like talk. And then they would all wipe with the same sponge. Is that true? I did not know That's that. I, know, I have seen those Roman baths where there's like, you know, 10 marble toilets like right next to each other. Yeah. And they would just basically hang out there. And then, yeah, they would they would use the sponge that I think they yeah, would but, dip. In but that's different. That's different. I mean, look, I, there was homosexuality in ancient Rome, obviously. But uh, that's different because, yeah, you're not sexualizing the person sitting next to you on the toilet in that case, generally. Yeah, but I could imagine it like sort of inhibiting your ability to like talk normally to each other because you're like, oh, remember that time you were farting a lot next to me? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I prefer to poop by myself, but I, I could imagine get you know getting used to pooping next to other men, but I don't really have a whole lot of interest in getting used to um, pooping or being pooped next to by my partner. See, the, I, so I agree strongly with the conclusion of the the book or whatever it was you read or that you're bringing up that says like, that's a good way to uh, avoid problems. But, but I suspect that there's a gender dichotomy here and that I suspect that it's really, really, really important for the woman to conceal these things. And for the man, I don't know if it matters as much. In other words, I'm not sure a woman would be as turned off by that. Although I, I'm not being a woman, I'm not sure. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean- certainly the the stereotype is that like yeah like men's bodies do more sort of gross things right and you know so that's so so like by extension women may be more comfortable watching or not yeah yeah they they can tolerate like the man farting or doing gross things more more than a, a man can tolerate that from the woman why do you think men yeah, like why is it evolutionarily beneficial to like project women as in like a sort of like perfect pure form that whose bodies like don't do a lot of things that they actually do? I I would guess, uh, given the five seconds I had to reflect on that question, yeah. <laughs> that it relates to uh, the same thing that makes men want to impregnate like women who are as, as young as possible but still fertile. Okay. It's basically like a fertility youth indicator that it's like anything that's like kind of off at all, like yeah. renders the woman not attractive, less attractive. And that's because like evolutionarily, we're supposed to like target women who are as fertile as possible in like the opposite direction is not, yeah, I mean, like it or not, it's not the same for women vis-a-vis -vis men, right? The thing that evolutionarily a woman would care about in a man is not that. It, it's something else, like maybe status or intelligence or strength but it's not going to be like just pure fertility in the same way. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Um, what should she, how should this girl overcome her good for starters? Why did her boyfriend bring this up? 
I mean, that was actually my first thought when I read this post was like, that was a really untactful way to go about it. Like, yeah, but, but <laughs> look, 22. I mean, yeah, he probably was just sort of like dismayed and confused. And of course, women are in the unfortunate position of having people smelling their buttholes. Like men generally are not in that position unless they're into rimming, which uh, is a topic. Right. Uh, yeah. Gay men, I mean, are obviously in that position all the time. Oh, uh, sorry. You're right. Of course. I, I didn't think of that. <laughs> No, no, I didn't. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, in fact, much, much more deeply, um, pun not intended, right. but uh, absolutely. Um, so this is a thing that a man might not realize how um, difficult it would be for the woman to bring, when he when he when he brings up this topic. The only thing I can say that add is like you know the old Reddit adage of uh, when do you know you're done wiping with the toilet paper? What color should it be when you wipe? Right. What color is it, Keith? Well, wait. Actually, no. Is there like a meme around this? I mean, I mean, it's it's a long bit of joke that like, yeah, you can like wipe forever and like poop keeps coming. But like, what's the is there some like, <laughs> yes, the, the Reddit joke is that you need to wipe until the toilet paper is in fact red. <laughs> oh, it's bloody from from wiping too much. Yes, that is the joke. Oh, uh, I mean, she could get some baby wipes or something. I don't know. But I mean, right. like, this is a well, there's OK. There's another thing. I don't know. Like, I think like there's another thing that's possible here, which is that he might just not be understanding. Like he might be misunderstanding the odors. He may not be like perfect at at that. Right. So, so I think there's some closeness among the different odors in that area of the body. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, so obviously if she smells just like, (laughs) like really actually like shit, that's different, but it could be that it's like some slight smell of that. And actually, in fact, it's like some other substance that, uh, maybe there's some confusion there. It could also be she has some infection or something. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I mean, that's why I tried to caveat this at the beginning, that she doesn't have any kind of issue. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you, yeah, generally, uh, yeah, as a dude, you just sort of like get over it or don't notice it. Uh, I did have like a, one like short anecdote to, to share here. So I uh, I once dated a girl that um, for a sort of interesting reason that I'm not going to get into here did not have a sense of smell. Uh, I remember this girl. Yes. And uh, we had been dating for a little while and she returned from the restroom and she, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> she put her like hand on my face for some reason. You know, yeah. Maybe she was kissing me or something. And uh, yeah, I mean, I could, I could smell like uh, poop on her, her fingers. And, you know, she of course can't, couldn't tell this and you know it wasn't it wasn't like a it was it it was it was it was somewhere between mild and and medium like it wasn't it was was definitely noticeable and yeah i mean that was obviously an extreme turnoff and um our our relationship ended shortly after that because i didn't have the uh uh the, the courage or wherewithal to sort of like like what do you what what do you think i should have done in that situation well, it's interesting. So, I mean, the analogy to this Reddit post would be if he just, instead of mentioning it, he just broken up with her. And and of course, when- Which is I effectively what I did. And you didn't tell her the reason either, did you? No, it did not come up. Right. But was this, in fact, there were, there were other things too, right? Yeah, there were. There were. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. But for for you, this sort of broke the camel's back, as they say. You're like, I can't. Because I remember when you told me this story, you also told me another related story about some toilet paper. I did? I don't remember this. You told me that there was a girl who you were um, – I don't even know. I, I know this is true, though, because I have a decent, decent – I have a very good memory for these kinds I'm of stories. Be, I'm excited to hear like this story about myself. Yes. So you had a, a woman who you were preparing to have sex with and oh, you got yeah. into the position and everything and you noticed that she had some toilet paper on her labia. Yes. And you, <laughs> you were so grossed out by that. You're just like – you're, it was like a Seinfeld episode. You're like, I'm out of here. I can't. I don't know. I don't know exactly how you noped out, but you definitely yeah. noped out and noped out of the entire relationship. I think. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, she was. That was. I, I often think back to that, even though I forgot about it in the short term here. But yeah, I often think back to that because she was really great in bed, and yeah, like for some reason that was just like, nope, can't do it. And like, look, it. Yeah, like, you know, she probably just got, you know, she was peeing and like, you know, she wiped and like, you know, there was like a little fleck of toilet paper on her labia. But for some reason, like it just that took me from like treating her vagina as like this like mystical thing to something that was just like it was just so, I don't know, humanizing or like it it was so demystifying that. Yeah, I I, look, I'm not proud and like I I should. (laughs) I I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it grossed me out to the point that that was it. 
Yeah, it's an interesting. So, I mean, like in some ways, like you uh, are very well placed to understand uh, what this girl, what this guy, and what this girl is trying to understand about men. Like you're you're somebody who like is in, has some really strong uh, uh, aversions to something not being out of something being slightly out of place like that. Yeah, I think I might be a little bit overly sensitive to that kind of thing. Well, there's also your issue with, uh, for instance, if you're on a dating app, mm-hmm. uh, if a woman has a broken arm in one of her pictures, <laughs> yeah, you, you'll then immediately thumbs her down, even if <laughs> she's really interesting. Yeah, it's a major turnoff for me. And that's I because mean, like she's broken on some level. It makes sense. I mean, sort of philosophically, it it uh, or intellectually, it makes sense because it yeah, like it implies that she's in- injury prone. But it doesn't really matter in the scheme of things. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it does matter. Maybe that is actually a good selection. It's as good as any other selection criteria. Okay, but what is the toilet paper telling you? Just that like she's not absolutely perfect at uh, ma- managing? Like, yeah, where does that end? Like if, if a woman yeah. has like her makeup isn't perfectly done each time you go out to dinner, right. you're like, oh, I can't tell. That's Which I don't think is true. I don't think that bothers you, for example. No, it doesn't. Um in fact, yeah, I mean, I, I prefer less makeup to more, but yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand this about me. Like it's, I, I, I agree that it is ridiculous to dismiss someone for a one-time off smell or one-time off uh, sheet of paper, but I don't know, like it, these, these things happened and the relationships well, ended. The smell one is a little bit different because maybe you were like, oh, this is going to happen again and again. But what I, what I suspect being more charitable to you here, I suspect that what was going on is like in each case things weren't going, there was a problem in the relationship anyway. And then you were sort of like, ah, this, I just can't like, it was a straw that broke the camel's back. Not yeah. Right. I mean, to be clear, these were not like, you know, 12 month long relationships. They were, you know, the early days. Right. Right. That makes sense. So yeah, I don't think, I don't, I don't. And, and, and actually I think if men introspect about this, maybe all men would react that way to like a little bit of toilet paper or whatever. Like if they weren't totally sure about the girl, they're like, ah, I can't, I can't do this. So women, yeah, maybe need to be super hyper careful, which is kind of a drag, but there you are. Yeah. I mean, I think the right advice is like, don't worry about stuff like that. And like some men are going to be weird and overly sensitive to it. And other men aren't because you can't really, I mean, what what is she supposed to do? Like every time she thinks she might have sex, like, you know, carry around baby wipes with her and perfume and an enema kit and, you know, all that's like, I mean, you know, come on, that's not realistic or sustainable. Yeah, but I don't know if you're right that that not all men are like that. I'm just not sure. Yeah, I think it's possible that like it's a that it is kind of a broad thing. Like I, I'm trying to introspect myself. Like I don't know. Like I, I I sort of see where you're coming from on your reactions to those things. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's tricky. But I mean, I just don't think there's anything they can do. I mean, look, women already go to like extreme lengths to present themselves in the best lights. Like, um. You know, they 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 put they put on makeup. They 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 like mask odor. They wear you know like matching lingerie and you know things that are like uncomfortable to wear and like you know footwear that that like you know presents their their bodies and their asses in like this like perfect way. Like they're already like going to like great lengths. And, and yeah, I'm not sure where like the right line there is, but it seems like to me, well, intellectually, it seems to me that like yeah, it's already like way across the line of like reasonability. But yeah, I mean, I you know. <laughs> Here I am, like telling stories of like me dismissing people for tiny things. Well, I mean, isn't it all sort of cut from the same cloth in the sense that like the primary thing, like for instance, if a man, if, a, if, 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 if you have a woman that you are chatting with on Tinder, say, say, uh, and you're telling a friend about her, one of the first things you'll do is you'll kind of, you'll give him some notion of how attractive she is. Maybe the first thing you'll say, she'll say, oh, she's, she's uh, this level of attractiveness or that level, right? Yes. And so like on some level, like the women, I mean, look, the women are react or responding to the reality that men are simply judging women that way. And women don't judge men in the same way. Yeah. Although the initial thing might be like, oh, look at this cute guy I found on Tinder. Well, there's a separate, uh, yeah, if you want, we, yeah, there's a separate conversation about about how women pick men. Uh, But yeah. Sure. And uh, we have some long running uh, discussions about that, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah we're, we're too late into this episode <laughs> to, 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 to dive into that, but yeah. Okay. So continue. You want me to dive into the, into the topic you said? No, 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 too? no, no. You were saying something about how, uh, yeah. Like if, if I find a girl on Tinder, like the, the first thing I'll say is, 
she was you'll yeah, see, someone did. maybe not you but a uh uh, a superficial man, a normal man might say, oh, look, she's an eight. She's an eight, like an eight out of 10. She's 80% attractive or whatever. But you're ta- every other man on the planet knows when you say she's an eight, you're talking about her physical attractiveness, the size of her boobs, all that sort of stuff. You're not like, oh, she's an eight because she um, she went to MIT. Right. Like that has nothing to do with the eight. The eight is simply purely appearance. And therefore, like right. it's, it shouldn't be that surprising. In effect, I don't think it would be that surprising to a woman that a man then was like, oh, her vagina had something wrong with it. Yeah. Ah, now she's a four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this isn't fair and it's not even like a reasonable response. Like, yeah, like any girl could have like a little bit of toilet paper on their labia. It's just, you know, she did it at the at the wrong time, I guess. Yeah. But um, that's like, that's what, that's what they're faced with. Right. So that's, yeah, that I mean, sucks. Like that would be, that would be a big burden to carry that like <laughs> you can't ever like do anything that isn't perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, okay, let's move on to the next topic. This is from I Ride Unicorns twenty two. Uh, All right. Can most women grip and squeeze a guy's a guy's penis with their vagina, not during orgasm, but just any time? I usually do this like squeeze, grip, and hold, relax, repeat. It makes them come really quickly. I've been told that I have this talent, but I just assumed that everyone could do it. Right? Yeah. So is that the end of the question? Uh, That's the, the end of the question. It's yeah, short and sweet. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, I don't think that I've ever been with a woman and I can't even really imagine honestly being with a woman who without moving her body or moving my, in other words, without the penis moving in and out of the vagina that I could get to an orgasm. What do you think about that? Uh, this is like a throwback to, I don't know if his last episode or the one before where the guy just like hung out inside a girl for three minutes and then removed his penis and immediately ejaculated uh i i guess i agree with the with the gist here but i have maybe maybe i don't know maybe i'm just imagining this i feel like i've been with a girl who could squeeze i don't know what is it the kegel muscle or some sort of there's like some pc muscle i don't remember what that stands for but there's like pc yeah yeah there's some muscle down there that uh there are like tools there, there's like a Fitbit for for like your your vagina exercises that you can get, and people can like practice strengthening this this muscle. But I, I don't know if I've ever been with someone who like used that as a primary technique or aggressively as like this person is describing. Yeah, I don't. I'm skeptical that that would would work. And so I'm 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 thinking. Do you to think myself, she's like, lying? Do you think she's Do you think she's confused about her ability here? I think that. First of all, I think the context, like, did she say that the context was that she's on top or anything like that? Or was there no mention? Nope. I, uh, can, can most women grip and squeeze a guy's penis with their vagina? They usually do this, like squeeze, grip and hold, relax, repeat. It makes them come really quickly. Nope. There's no uh, position discussion. Right. So, I mean, he's thrusting in and out is my guess. And yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure it would like feel, you know, I mean, it's going to, it's going to create some sort of a sensation there, but I'm not sure it's going to be like enough to you know, really sort of move the needle as they say. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say this though. The thing that I thought of when hearing the question was there is a position, there are positions that a woman can adopt that are, I think more likely to produce a quick nut from the guy. And the one I, I will mention one, which is I've found that if the woman uh, is very, athletic and is able to sort of squat over you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's on top and sort of go up and down that way. Yep. Uh, that seems to tighten the vagina in such a way that it's sort of surprisingly tight. I, you see, you see, you said, yup, like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, there, or, yeah. There are various positions which tighten the vaginal canal. But importantly, this position is not the one where you're on your knees. You have to be on your feet, which means it's extremely, it's like almost impossible to do for more than like 20 seconds. Yeah. It's yeah. I think that's right. Have I'm you ever known a woman who could do that no, for you're more right. than 20 you're seconds? Right. No, no. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, because you need um, strong hamstrings or quads or something. Right. Now, I think there could be some apparatus, like, you know how uh, in uh, in baseball, some catchers will have that thing they wear to make it so they can squat more easily and then come up more easily? Oh, interesting. Yeah, like it it, it goes in between, but it goes behind their knee in between their, their hamstring and their calf. Or, uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. So th- that is a thing. I didn't just imagine that, right? Yeah. That's a real baseball thing. Yeah. yeah. So you could imagine a woman getting one of those. Um, 
you know, being able to really go to town on that disc. Although I have, yeah, go ahead. This is an amazing thought. Yeah. Go, Go ahead. Continue. I have some suspicion, however, that the difficulty of doing the position is why the vagina gets so tight. <laughs> oh, so, I see. There's like, yeah, there's like general contraction down there. That's just sort of tightening everything up. Yeah. So basically if you made it, well, I mean, that seems like pretty likely to be the case. Like in other words, if you had like a robotic arm that was causing her body to do those motions, I suspect it would not be as tight. I, I guess I don't know. It'd be an interesting thing to test. Um, are there other positions that you found that the woman could get into that like achieve that same type of tightness? Maybe I could learn something here. Uh, yeah. If you, if, if she's down and her legs are up, um, not just like on your, on your shoulders or whatever, but like sort of pinned together, um, that can create some tightness. Although she may have it. it I'm th- wondering if it's the same thing. If like she's contracting in such a way to, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I guess I'm just not sure. I'm not sure I understand the position you're describing. So it's like as if she has her legs on your shoulders, you're on top. But what's the change? You you put the legs together and like over one yeah, of your maybe, shoulders? Yeah, or like maybe you're holding them up or something. Okay. Yeah. I don't – yeah, I, I haven't found that. I've found this other position to be uniquely uh, uniquely tighter and, and like to the point where it's surprising when it happens. You're like, whoa, I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. I, well, yeah. Okay. So, but all right, look, obviously there are things you could like, yeah, there are things that can be done to like generally tighten the canal, but yeah, I don't know. I think like reading the comments here in this thread, like a lot of people are arguing that like, uh, yeah, there's some sort of like cable exercise you can do to, um, tighten things in a way that men can feel. Although there's a lot of debate. A lot of people says, Say no. Yeah, this so, is, yeah, this is like the debate over whether uh, women squirting is pee or not, and, right. and it is pee. It is pee, people. Uh, we're we're scientists here. It's pee. Um, uh, it's like that. I think that people want uh, to sort of fulfill their fantasies. They want to be able to milk to milk the guy's penis like that. But I don't. I don't really think it works that way. It's a little bit like the vibrator to the head of the penis. Like, unfortunately, like the the motion that works tends to be kind of the friction of going in and out. And so it's not, I mean, all things being equal, a tighter orifice is better up to a point, but I don't think uh, this is likely to make that big of a difference. I don't know. I'm sure some people might disagree. Yeah. I like the idea of just like, you know, being passive and then she's just doing something that's mostly passive, but she's just like squeezing and contracting and like, I wonder if it's possible to reach orgasm that way. I bet it is. I bet there are some women that like have enough control over, over that muscle. I'd have some doubts. I mean, I I think your point about like the guy who, if a guy is like a premature ejaculator, then it's going to, that's another confounding variable here. But I think what you're describing, it actually reminds me of a porn I watched once that I could never find again. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. You find one and you're like, oh, that's interesting. This was one where- You, uh, you don't create the, accounts on the tube sites? and, and I don't. Start the <laughs> you like? I always wonder well, you, about these people that like, yeah, create your Pornhub account now. So like, you know, keep your greatest hits albums. Like, yeah. They, my impression is always- Hopefully they, like they never get hacked. Jesus. Well, that's a risk. Yeah. My impression is always people delete the videos frequently enough that, you know, yeah. you won't be able to go back anyway. Yeah. Um, but this is one where a man, so it's, it's, the, it's actually like was something like the title was something like milking or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the man is lying face down on top of some kind of a table bed, whatever, something with bed with a very thin mattress yes. and they've cut a hole in it for his penis. So then the woman is underneath the table so that the only thing sticking through, it's like a glory hole, but sort of down. Yes. <laughs> And then it's, it's, it, and then it, the whole scene is reminiscent. I don't even know, like, this isn't really my fetish or anything. It just was interesting. And I've thought, I, for some reason, I've thought about it since, like, it's stuck in my head. And it's as if you're, like, milking a cow, right? You have, like, his cock pointing down. Right, and it's like, right, right. And then, of course, they, they picked a guy, either they faked it or they picked a guy with, like, you know, that, that came, like, more than a normal person would. And oh, so, so it, just, it like, actually looked like milking. I suppose, I suppose, but mostly it's just this, there's also like, I mean, some people I think are into like the glory hole thing because it's like the isolation of the man from the woman. Like I said, that's not, I'm really not into that, uh, per se, but it's just, uh, but I think that's like another aspect to it. Of course, I have to caveat here so that all men are totally clear on this. If you ever go to a glory hole, the person on the other side of the glory hole, if you're putting your penis in is a man always. 
Yeah, I don't have thoughts on that. I, you have like a you have like a interest in glory holes that I just don't have. Like that that is completely unintriguing to me. <laughs> I don't I don't have I don't have an interest in the sense of wanting to go visit one. Right, but I you just find in- you find thinking about them and talking about them and you know uh, meditating on, on what what their meaning is <laughs> more more entertaining than I do. Well, there's I think okay. Let me try to explain briefly. I think glory holes are interesting for a couple reasons. First of all, like, I mean, you're sticking your dick through this hole and you don't really know who or what's on the other side. Right. That's, I mean, that's why, that's why it's completely uninteresting to me. I would never even consider it. Like the, the, the mystery is not a turn on. Oh, hang on. It is hang not. On. And I, I want to be spe- be precise here and telling all the men again that it's always a dude on the other side. Uh, so there's a risk element. I, it's not my fetish either, but I, but you're right that I find it intriguing. Yeah. There's a risk element because I always think like, why would a dude ever do that given the fact that they could get their dick cut off? Or, All right. I mean, just so many things that aren't good can happen and so few <laughs> right. things that are good can happen that it's just- Like, how do you know it's not like a bear or a cat on the other side of the glory right. hole? Like, or just a man with like, who's going to use your cock as a pin cushion or some? And I'm sure that's happened before. I mean- it, all it takes is once. Listen, I'm sure there's some horrible glory hole uh, <laughs> things that have happened, but like, but again, like, I just don't have any interest in knowing about that. I can. Uh, yeah. It's compelling, Keith. You're not. You're not. You're not letting your imagination wander. Yeah, See, what's great square. about it? What's what's here's? I'll tell you what's what's great about it is that. So as we've discussed before, I'm not sure on the podcast, but in general, there's this uh, strong desire on the part of some men. I think even straight men to blow another man. Like this is a thing that they're not straight, then they're bi, whatever. But you see this and you see this on the sex Reddit a lot. Now, what's interesting is a glory hole enables both people to get what they want. See, the man can, because as we've established, there's a lot of dudes out there that want to give a blow, not necessarily receive a blow from a man. They want to give a blow to a man. That's a thing. Yes. So, so the guys, and it's always a guy on the other side of the curtain, get to give a blow. That's their fantasy. And the guy that's putting his penis through, he gets his fantasy, which is he thinks it's some attractive woman, but it isn't. That's And I mean, maybe he has a fantasy about the risk too. So everybody's getting what they want. It's the it's one of the few times in sex where everyone gets what they want. No. Well, no. Okay. First off, <laughs> you really don't think you could tell like a man's mouth from a, from a woman's mouth? <laughs> are you, are you, are you saying that you think you can? I mean, they would have to be perfectly clean shaven. Have you ever seen that video of the game of the Japanese game show where they have the guy and then the guy tries to blow him and get him to nut like an under three set three minutes no. or something? No. He has a time limit. There's, you can find this if you search on Google. Uh, and it, it's this sort of overweight man who gives the blow and he always wins. <laughs> I mean, this technique is probably strong, but oh, you're saying that people can't tell. I don't think it matters, dude. They get in there. Look, if you were strongly, strongly heterosexual, then the fact that it's a man would make it hard to get that nut out. And in fact, this dude's able to get the nut out of. Oh, it's not a glory hole. Well, no, it's because they show it on, I think on like actual normal TV. And so it's, it's like a little, um, it's like they make a little booth, uh, starting at the guy's waist, the guy who's getting blown his waist. And so all you see is his body above. And then you see his face as he's getting blown. I, I still don't understand. Can he see who's blowing him? No, but I think he knows it's a man. I see. The point is that the guy's technique, I, I realize it's a little peripheral. Peripheral. For, for From your perspective, I mean, would you be willing to do an experiment where like you have a glory hole and no. like there's some men and some women and you no. have to tell what, which one you no. think is the man? No. Why not? Because <laughs> even if he was a woman, I'm not really interested in that experience. Wait, why not? Because I would just rather have a normal sexual experience instead of this like weird one where like there's. <laughs> I think if I could be sure it was a woman, I might do it. Well, that's just I the was, same as getting a blowjob. No, because then like think about this though. Like there's no way that she can like call you the next day or whatever. <laughs> she actually oh, doesn't know who you are. Sure. There's like a the transactional aspect to it that, that's mildly alluring. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. Sure. Uh, I guess I do find it a little bit compelling. I must. There must be something in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, our, our listeners can judge here, like who seems like they are obsessed with glory holes and who doesn't. But I, I think the jury is in on this one. No, no. I know. I, I know. I find it interesting. It's. I mean, look, the other thing about it is like if you go on Craigslist, uh, they, they got rid of that part of Craigslist. I don't know where it's migrated. I guess it's on Tinder now. Yeah. But if you go to wherever it's migrated to, 
back when it was on Craigslist, you would search for like, I, I can't explain why I do this, but I've done searching on the gay men's personals, uh, not personals. That's wrong on the, I want to have sex right now stuff. And, um, just for fun, because I amuse myself doing that. And, uh, you'll see these dudes will be like, I've got a glory hole and then they'll have a picture of it. And the picture is always just this dank. It's like this it's like dank a basement or something. Yeah. And it'll be like a, one of those blue tarps you buy at home Depot oh, with like a, a hole ripped in it. And you're like, what? Like, it's just not, <laughs> what's the point of a glory hole when you know what's on the other side? Oh, I know. I can tell you what it is. It's the, it's, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, here it is. I'm going to tell you the answer right now. Yeah. The answer is all the men involved are, are purportedly straight. It's that. It's a way for straight men who might actually be gay or maybe they're bi, but our society is not cool with that or they're married or whatever to uh, to gi- give. And I think giving the blow is what people really want to do, but give or get a blow. Yeah, that's what it is. There's some guys maybe that the mystery is fine. There might be some gay guys doing it, but I kind of doubt it because they could just use an app or whatever. I think it's. I think this stuff is for sort of straight guys. I'd be interested to talk to like different people to see what they think about that. But I think it's straight guys or at least purportedly straight guys. Oh, and the reason why it matters is they want their identity hidden. Like if you're married or whatever, you don't want some dude being like, you don't want to run into some dude in the in the uh, grocery store the next day. And he's like, oh, that's the dude I blew last night. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. But like, how does the setup work? Okay. This guy's like, okay, I have a glory hole. Then who answers the door? Oh, he'll be like, um, he'll be like, look, it's uh, text me. Uh-huh. And then I, I've never texted him, although I would, and I have, I, I could, we don't have enough time, but I, I've also, I've texted lots of people using, and, and if people want to do this, you can do it using Google voice. It's fun. You can text different people and they, it's just an untraceable Yeah. We can number. get into some of your more sophisticated griefs in the future, but yeah. Okay. So you text this person. Right. And, and then, and then I actually haven't done it for glory hole, but I, my impression is they'll basically give you directions to where it is. And it's, it's just like, there's an unlocked door or whatever. What, the guy just sits there hopefully. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what he does. He just waits for a dick to show up. And there's also, by the way, there's also glory no. holes. What, he just sits there's there for six weeks, like just the, in the hope. No, no, no. One day. No. He has a schedule. He'll be like, look, I'm going to be He's like advertising on Reddit and like, you know, various, various places and optimizing his SEO. They would post it on Craigslist with the little blue tarp picture. And they'd be like, look, I'm going to be manning the glory hole from 9 p.m. to midnight. I'll be in there me and like a, a tuna fish sandwich or whatever. <laughs> right. And you come in and you stick that dick in and I'm going to suck that dick. The other thing is there, of course, are glory holes at like um, adult video shops or whatever. There, there are places that are like glory hole places. There's also that. So, you know, where there's probably – and like if you go to like a um, – what is it like? A, they have this. They have they have places like gay bathhouses or whatever. Like they have these places where they have glory. It's like a thing in those places. So that exists too. Okay, I just I don't. I, yeah, I just don't understand the intrigue. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's because that's because I guess you're not a guy who's purportedly straight but wants to give or get blows with other guys. But the, I, I'm telling you, this is like a. I suspect it's like ten percent of the straight male population is into this. I'm medium. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not medium. I mean, I'm not that. Uh, I don't love blowjobs in the first place. So, yeah, maybe this is just. But a maybe thing you want to give a blow. I do not. Okay. Well, that. But I'm telling you, like I've run across so. I've told you this many times. Like when you go on like Craigslist or whatever. <laughs> I guess it's gone now. But you would run it like guy after guy after guy. I know. It's always they I know. Give the blow. I, yeah. I don't believe that. And I don't think I know, they're gay I know, guys. I know you think that. I just I, can't. I just yeah. I got to put together some evidence, an evidence packet for you to prove it. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, this notion that there's just like this legion of like straight dudes that are like, man, I really want to know what it's like to give someone a blowjob. I mean, come on. Like, that's just. Well, no, it's also on the sex subreddit all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the word is, if it's the there all the time, you should be able to put together this packet pretty easily. I can. The word in what you said that makes it tricky is the word legion. Like yeah, knowing what right, percentage. Right, right, right. right. It could be 0.01%, but I don't think okay, so. Right. I think if it, you can find three men uh, who – do they have to – I mean, do they need to be straight by the time we next record on, on Reddit? Like what – yeah, like what's a good – what's a good rule here? I could find – I could find five posts about this in the sex Reddit in the next hour. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. 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 That's, that, that's a challenge. And then we'll, we, we'll, we'll read them at the beginning of our next show. 
Uh, right. And then, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see see if it's a, a true thing that there's like this group of men that like are just dying to give blowjobs. Okay, but people then like the, it's like, well, are you really hetero? Blah blah blah. Anyway, that's sure, fine. sure, sure. But I mean, that's why we'll read it so that like yeah, like the the nuance can be conveyed to everybody, and we can let the jury decide. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most of the time there's one on the homepage of uh, good the sex should suburb. be easy to find. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up this sixth episode of Your Mileage May Vary. Um, you can contact us. You can contact us on Twitter at YMMVPod and by email at YMMVPod at gmail.com. We also have our Facebook page. Uh, we'd appreciate um, any and all feedback you might have, especially if it's negative, since that's the most useful for us. And with that, thanks for listening. And we hope to have you back for episode seven. <laughs>